up here. What do you mean you collect marbles? Marbles, like old marbles. No, I, I mean, I know, but 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 what? What? Well, that was different. Yeah, I tried to bring something new to the table for you guys today. I love it. I think I'm just going to add like the funniest clip by my judgment to the intro every time we need it. We From the it. previous episode. Yeah. That's great. Instead um, of like having five or six, just like have one that I think is funny. And it's fantastic. Have I love it be it. like fresh every time. Wanted to go with a different song too, just to switch it up. Oh, I mean, I love it. I had, I'm speechless. It's great. Great job, P and P. Thank you. Did you uh, compose that yourself? I did. Yeah, I'm well a really done. good piano player. Yeah, well done. I actually have like I have zero musical talent. Not an ounce of me is good at music. I love music, but my mom tried to get me to play guitar for a long time. Didn't go well. Ooh, I play guitar for a little bit. Yeah, I can't do it. Do you, it seems uh, that it seems like it'd be really hard to play guitar with feel like. Fingers just kind of are bulky. Well, I'll let you guys be the judge. You guys think I was pretty good at guitar? Or no? <laughs> I bet you know how to play "Smoke on the Water." Ooh, yeah, uh, no, but uh, I can play "Every Rose Has Its Thorn." What's the other? Uh, Tom Petty, Indiana. Uh, uh, um, yep, I play yeah. "Last Dance with Mary Jane." Yep, <laughs> um, "Wonderwall." Wonderwall is a good one. I was trying to. Don't they teach you? There's like that candid, uh, like song they teach you like on the accordion in like grade school and stuff like that oh hot cross buns the recorder the, yeah. re- the old recorder yeah, yeah. did you ever record oh, yeah. yeah what you played what are you doing in high school you played accordion yeah we all no. did recorders no you did not you played an accordion no a when recorder flute like, thing? A, no, no, like a plastic Danny flute. said accordion yeah. isn't that the flute thing that's a recorder, no, no. recorder. accordion is what steve urkel played like i said recorder no you said accordion did i for sure said accordion which tracked for chase because he's in polka country it would make sense in wisconsin that they teach Kicking in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, welcome back, guys. Yeah. Um, we've been working through this process for a really long time. What does it look like for Saunders Stories to come back? We're, we're bringing it back. We're going to bring it back the right way. What better way to bring it back than to talk about the biggest fan engagement opportunity we've ever had? Yeah. Um, and if you know, you know. But... Uh, Test Logger 1 and Test Logger 2 are in front of us right now. Basically, what that means is we're trying to get people to let us know what they want for our next year-round beer. And obviously, as you've heard or learned, maybe in the last 10 seconds or maybe otherwise, it's going to be a logger and it's going to be one of these two loggers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny, let's just start with you, the marketing guy in the room. Just, just tell us a little bit more about this project. Uh, I'd be remiss to not give uh, our brand manager, Macy, a shout-out. Um, honestly, all of the branding and all of the ideas we had for this, she literally produced exactly what we were looking for. We were looking for, you know, something retro. Um, you know, we actually want people to, you know, sit around and debate these beers and argue about them. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are familiar with Rock'em Sock'em Robots, so it's just a really fun branding and clash of the test loggers. Uh, her and I last week, we had a good time just kind of together talking it out and kind of figuring out, you know, what we were going to name the competition and what the branding was going to look like. Um, and she did a really good job with all of it. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, we often, you know, we're creatures of, you know, comparing things and top fives and all that. And, uh, it can be a bit monotonous at times and you know we don't always want people comparing beers but this one we actually wanted to encourage folks to 
you know, come to the tap room, try both, get all your friends to try them. Which one did you like better? Why'd you like this one? You know, kind of have that debate and really just genuinely see what our consumers are looking for and what their feedback is. And, um, you know, we've put a lot of, you know, blood, sweat and tears into creating a fan base over the last almost four years. And it felt right to include them in this decision. Yeah. All right, Chad, you're up. I want to get your take on it too. And then chase, and then I'll kind of, I'll kind of give where my head's at on this. Well, for me as a fan of Sonder, I'm excited because, you know, we, we just won an award for rally cap, but it's seasonal. Um, to be able to have a year-round logger on our board, uh, especially as we see trends across the country move towards lighter options, um, that's a win for us. So having it on the board year-round, we are becoming more and more known for making not just high-quality beer, but also high-quality uh, traditional German beer. And one of these falls into that category, right? Um so I think the the other thing that excites me, Danny, you talked about it, is being around four years. We have well, we have a really smart fan base, um, and they're passionate. And I think that they are going to take a lot of pride in having that input into what uh, you know the decision we make. Potentially the name, which is a really fun thing that they added in the contest. When you scan the QR code, you can actually submit a name for the beer. Uh, so, you know, having our extended Sonder family be involved in this process is really fun. Chase? Uh, for me, it was pretty cut and dry that uh, we got to make lagers. So, you know, it was my favorite style of, of beer to consume, but also uh, to make. And it was fun for, for us on the brew team to, to create two different, you know, spectrums of this beer. You know, they're both lighter lagers, sure, but one's uh, a kind of a twisted traditional pills. It has uh, uh, the bittering back to it. You know, it's bittered at about like 35 IBUs with Saphir um, hops and uh, uh, Tetanic uh, hops as well. Um, so it really has like this this classic German pills finish to it uh, with those noble hops being being pretty well presented. Um then also the malt bill on this was was fun as well. Uh, this is where it kind of got a little bit uh, twisted with uh, classic versus um, Americanized, I guess, if you will, um, where we used uh, um, malts from a very small malting facility um, out of Czech Republic uh, using uh, Sladovny Pils malt, which is grown in France and then malted in Czech. And then uh, that's part of the grain bill. And then also with uh, some just traditional uh, uh, two row Canadian malted uh, pills. Um, so the, the pills is kind of a twisted Americanized classic um, German hop uh, uh, lager. And then you have the Americanized lager, which is um, using corn, a touch of rice, and then base malt, um, cascade hops, uh, very, very clean, crushable. Um, um, just more Americanized lager versus the the pills on this other spectrum side. So well, for 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 me, it was just making you know having this opportunity just to to showcase our our lager capability and having the customers get engaged and and have a vote on it is is great. Well, you and I had this conversation, Chase. Um, you know, 
specifically, what were, uh, what are the advantages and what makes it difficult to brew each of these beers? Um, the harder style is, is the American, um, cause it is technically an American adjunct lager. So we're brewing this at high gravity and then doing a water dilution on the backside. Uh, this leads to a lot more drinkability. Also, it makes it a little more efficient for us to, uh, to, to produce. Um, so the process is, is quite a bit harder on the American lager. And then the Pilsner is, um, you know, sourcing kind of traditional materials, but also balancing it because it does have to be a, you know, economical beer for us to produce. Um, so we couldn't just use, you know, 100% of the of this small malting facility out of Czech Republic to use for it because it wouldn't make financial sense and we'd have to charge people too much for it. Um, so that was kind of a harder, a harder, you know, building recipe to kind of uh, to produce that that balance with that beer. I think, so thanks for the technical side of it. I think it's good for people to hear that. I think it goes down to... Uh, two different things and we're okay with either, right? Um, what it comes down to is the the Pilsner being a, a more traditional style that lends itself historically more to what people would know as a craft beer, right? For those listening at home, you can't see me use the air quotes when I say that as a craft beer because it's a little bit of a cop-out and it's a little, it's a little bit of a, a misguided, ignorant take uh, from people who are not intimately involved in our industry, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, I, I'm glad you brought up that, that making the um, more American style light lager, uh, whereas people are going to say, well, there's less to that. It's, it's lighter, it's crushable, it's got to be easier to make, and that's not necessarily the case. What it comes down to for us is wh- what we wanted to involve our consumers because we want to find out, frankly, we're running a business, we want to find out what's going to sell. Uh, both will sell, but if one's going to sell at a higher rate, we, we want to make the, the appropriate business decision while also still trying to find who we are and, and not veering too far away from that. What I would say more on, on my side versus what you would say on the technical side or maybe what Chad says on sales or Dana on marketing is these two beers, either one, are going to do really well. I'm very confident of that. They live within our portfolio. They are different than... Voss, they're wildly different than Voss, which is our current lightest beer. Uh, but one is going to appeal more to the consumer who just wants to drink 15 beers in one sitting and crush it and be a light beer. Still like it, but but go to that consumer. Um, it also appeals to, without letting all of the cat out of the bag, it appeals to the consumer who's watching calories and carbs, um, that being the American lager. And then the Pilsner, who wants more meat on their bone, I would say, right? They want, they want a little bit more out of the beer. Uh, still a light beer, still crushable, still will pair really well with Voss, but uh, is not the same consumer that's watching the calories and carbs and still wants to crush a crap ton of beers, right? Yeah. So I, I'm not trying to say this to be uh, punny, but, I mean, they're both uniquely crafted still. They're not, sure. they're not just, you know, what people may have, like you said, people that are outside of craft. Um, there's still a lot of blood, sweat, tears, a lot of work that went into to producing these. Um, and you've taught me this, Chase, that like you can really uh, learn the talent of a brew team by going in and trying their loggers. Yeah. Um, 
It's always the first thing I get on the board. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've changed me in that where when I go, when I go to a brewery, that's the first thing I'm having, um, to be able to really, you know, they get to show off. Yeah. They're lightest beer. Cause any kind of defect is going to shine through and be showcased in that product. Right. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always, I remember back to like my first shift beer, um, you know, almost four years ago. Um, a couple of us were hanging out at the bar and I was talking to you and Luke and I was like, you know, I was, this was like peak craft beer nerd Danny where it's like, give me all the hops, give me all the milkshake IPA stuff like that. I remember talking to you guys. I was like, what type of beers do you drink? And I was thinking like, oh, double IPAs and stouts and stuff like that. And they're like, no, we like lagers. And then I like left the conversation. I was like, oh man, that kind of sucks. <laughs> Disappointed. And the, you know, here we are now, and, you know, we've we've kind of gone around the horn here and talked about um, how we feel about the beer from a business perspective, from each of our, you know, departments kind of. Um, from a personal standpoint, I'm stoked to have one of these available year-round. Um, you know, our lagers are the beers I consume the most of now, and, um, you know, we've... This, these beers have only been out together for, you know, like five days now and, you know, both really do something different for me and I'm going to be ecstatic which, with whichever one wins. Um, I have a lean, but um, I stand by. I'm going to be really excited for either one. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm kind of on the fence of if I want to lead the jury or not. Uh, I, I, I don't think we should. I don't, I don't, think, think, we, I don't think we should either. Yeah. But I did tell Chase when we tried uh, T-Log 2, I affectionately call them T-Logs, uh, I'm I told, trying so hard to not pick that up from you. Yeah, it, it'll happen. <laughs> hey, good luck, pal. I know it'll it's have tough. Good luck. Uh, we, we're ask doing... him. Ask him about Toby. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To- Stop trying to make fetch a thing. It's never going to happen until it does. Yeah. Toby thing. was brilliant. Yeah. I can get behind Toby. Um, I told him I was like, I wish one of these sucked. <laughs> like just to make the decision, like personally, like I can't pick one. I I I thought I had a lean coming into today, and now I'm trying them again side by side, and I don't. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely will be thrilled either way. Yep. Um, genuinely. I, I, I mean that. Um, I think there are, again, from a business perspective, when I think about what this does for um, what this does for our sales team and our tap room, I think there are there are pros and bigger pros to both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's no cons. Right. There are pros and bigger pros. We've talked about a slow pour line. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something we're going to do either way. We're going to lean into that. We're going to have, for those that know, you know, if you don't know, look it up, learn about it. Uh, slow pour logger lines. Uh, there's a lot of fun to that. There's a lot of novelty to that. There's also a lot of, of quality to the product still that makes it fun. Right. Um, if, if test logger one wins, if the Pilsner wins, our slow pour line will basically have this on year round with the ability to maybe throw some other stuff on from time to time. And we'll still have a slow pour line even if this doesn't win uh, because we'll be able to, to slow pour some of our other beers. If, if Test Lager 2 wins, we potentially get that consumer that maybe doesn't come to the brewery because we don't have a, a light, low-carb, low-cal option, right? So, so I think there's, in terms of, of the pros and pros, I think, I think you... I, I, either one of those is a pro to me, and there are many more. Those are just the two, right? That sure that that come off the off the gullet here. But um, one thing I, f- I forgot to mention: uh, 
back to when you were talking about Macy and all the work that she's done with, uh, you know, the marketing and this whole uh, boxing match, you know, this, this competition, uh, this isn't just an experience for the tap room. Like we're taking this experience fully out into the market as well. That's a really good point where we're going to have the same branding and the ability, you know, for uh, guests of our, our partners to be able to scan the QR code, put in their input wherever they find the beer all throughout uh Columbus, Cincinnati, Dayton, and Northern Kentucky. I'm really excited about those events. I think those are going to be really fun. Yeah. Um, it's just another cool way that, you know, uh, we're always looking to partner with our retailers who, you know, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without them. And, you know, this is a fun way for not only them to run a really unique event that I can't imagine they've had before, but I'd imagine this is something that, you know, our Sonder team will rally around and it'll be fun to, hey, you going to the Clash of the Loggers at, right. you know, whatever retailer. Yeah. That'll be really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's also nice just to kind of put the Otis on the on the customers too. And, you know, because sometimes we sit in meetings and we spend way too long on on trying to make a decision on something that yes. is yes. difficult for us to, to make. So it'll be nice to have all the uh, the input from the customers consumers. Yeah. and listeners if you think that you know this is all a marketing ploy that you know we're just fake giving you the option to pick and we're not going to choose whichever one you are we certainly are going to pick the one that gets the most votes we yeah are, it's we're not, not a hiding. marketing ploy yeah we genuinely want to hear what you think and um you know again going back to not being able to do this without you know our consumers this is the same thing we want to make sure we're doing something that aligns with what you're looking for and something that you're excited about. And hopefully you feel a little bit more attached to the, whatever beer wins too, because maybe you did come to an event and voted on it, or you came to the tap room. And, you know, I I think that building that connection with the people that love our beer is always a great opportunity. And this one's really fun. Yeah. I would say, I would say um, short of this ending uh, with a plus or minus variance of a few percentage points, it's something that, that we're, we're letting people decide, right? Um, now the one thing that, that may come into play here that we'll have to consider is, uh, making sure that the consumers who vote in our tap room also align with what we're selling in market. Right, Chad. Right. Right. Um, because that's something, that's something. And, and the other piece I would say too, uh, is we have allowed the input and feedback and shared onus on our distribution partnerships as well. Uh, making sure that, that they, get behind it and are involved and can sell it and be a part of the story as well. Um, and, and I would say to piggyback on that, if you're listening and have an idea for the name, please let us know because th- this one we have not named yet. And I know you brought that up, Danny, but that's important to, to continue to reiterate. And we're going to keep all these names in a database that don't win. <laughs> so you may not name this one, it might become a beer later. There's been a couple of funny ones. Yeah. Some that, could, some that could have some legs, yeah. There's also some that were quickly deleted. Yeah. A lot <laughs> of people just, like, put in jokes, or um, which are funny, but um, that's probably what I would have done, too. Yeah, that's, like. a, that's a pre-thank you to those people when we go over these names in a meeting. Yeah. And we have a good laugh. Yeah. That's, yes. a, that's a pre-thank we, you. We appreciate the laugh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's kind of, uh, so that's that's a, I would say for now, that's a that's a pretty big high level view of what's happening with these beers. So, what I would encourage listeners, hopefully, we get a lot of uh, a lot of the folks back that were listening to this before we had to take a mandatory break because we were just bogged down with our time. We were on sabbatical. 
<laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Soon enough, my friends. We were Soon on enough. we were on podcast sabbatical. Uh, we were we were in baseball season. That's where we were, Danny. Something we like were that. In baseball season. Yeah. Um. Uh. Hopefully, those listening, if you have ideas, thoughts, um. Definitely engage, engage in the voting. There's a QR code you can have access to. You can also get to Danny on social media, contact us at Sonder Brewing or any of our accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go and do sonderbrewing.com and use our new beer finder. Ooh, love this. Why don't you talk about Ooh, yeah. that a little bit? To be able to, uh, so this will be hitting distribution. When is this going to release? Uh, I haven't quite thought that through yet. We're recording on today is Tuesday the 18th, I believe. Uh, I can probably get it out this week, maybe like Thursday. Yeah, so by the, by the time people are listening to this over the weekend, uh, it should definitely be hitting a couple spots and then more so next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you go on to sonderbrewing.com, look up in the header, uh, we now have a beer finder that will allow you to search for uh, draft and package within a given radius of wherever you're at in the state of Ohio or Kentucky. Or if you're a fan from another, you know, from a state that we don't distribute to, Pop in there and do a search so we can just say hi to us that way. Yeah. It's true because we have access to where the searches are coming yeah, from. Yeah, I'm pulling yeah. that data. Uh, kind of big in Pennsylvania right now. What about Sheboygan? Yeah. <laughs> I heard we're kind of big in big Sheboygan. In Sheboygan. <laughs> Sheboygan. Yeah. I, man, I Seriously, was... you have people in Pittsburgh or uh, Pittsburgh. What? Well, that's funny because Probably in my head, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's the only place that exists <laughs> yeah. in Pennsylvania. <laughs> It'd be cool if people from Philadelphia are searching for us too. Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, I, th- I think that beer finder is going to be one of those things where – like in three years, it's gonna be like, how do we operate without this? Yeah, like type yes. thing, you know. Yeah. Like it's so, it's so nice, and it's so much easier for me, you know, whether I'm getting an email or a question on social, or even if I'm picking up the office phone, where can I find this beer? It's just so much easier than like me feeling like I have to ask someone, where do you live and where do you shop for beer? Like I don't want to ask those personal questions, sure. you know. It's just so much easier. Hey, you know, search for the specific beer. Uh, you can search your address, zip code, whatever, and it's just so much easier to a have bar. that come up. Yeah, yes. yeah. We we tested it this weekend in uh, Columbus. We had an event up there, and we ended up finding within walking distance, you know, four spots that that was you know yeah. were carrying. Our yeah, players. it worked. It worked great. Yeah, we just typed in. The I bar really was. We I was at. holding my breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that 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 is a tight scenario for yeah. you, but. but. It worked well. It worked well. That's awesome. It also shows like sometimes um, this the unfortunate side of of retail for us is that sometimes sometimes uh, somebody will buy a beer and then the bartender doesn't even know or know anything about the beer list or or what's going on because one of the places we went to they're like yeah we we don't have any Sonder and then we're like are you sure and then somebody else behind the bar was like oh yeah we actually do have it it's in cans mm. it's just it, it's yeah. um. It, a, I was excited because it shows the validity of the tool, but B, yep. it shows me the opportunity that if a place is showing that you have the beer, maybe just ask a couple times. They yeah. say no. Yeah. <laughs> or go on Beer Finder while you're in the establishment and be like, well, this are you sure you, do. you don't have Voss? You know? <laughs> That's the one you go to, huh? I like it. Yeah. You sure you don't have Voss? I like it. <laughs> um, what else... Do you guys want people to know at all before we tie a bow on this and get into the next piece about this competition, these beers? Is there any, you know, Chad, you mentioned not behind mics, maybe talking about if you wanted to compare the, the flavor profiles. Is that something that, you know, is that something you want consumers to know? Like in your head, if you're leaning one way or the other, now's your chance to 
to get the consumers the info they need from your mouth, right? Well, I'm a terrible, uh, like, sensory person in comparing beers. I'm very binary. I either like it or I don't like it. And that's yep. just, I've told all of you that. Um, but but, but one, hopefully we're improving upon that. We are getting better. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, and we're launching no, I'm, a program. Well, I mean, personally, I'm working on it. Um, but yes, we're also launching a program that should drastically help my, my ability to compare beers. Um, but what I'm excited about is lager is kind of this really wide umbrella of a style. And there are so many different variants of it. And we have two that, again, both world-class, but also different when you drink them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we've said it, you know. Um, I'm going to be stoked if the Pilsner wins. Um, that's just a phenomenal craft lager that I can enjoy all the time. Uh, and I'm going to be stoked if Craft Lager 2 wins, or Test Lager 2 wins, too, because it's just a it's beer that... Too. Whatever. Uh, I know I can have, you know, I can switch over to those after I've had an IPA or two, or, um, you know, if it's a hot day, or, you know, if I am planning on having, you know, more than a couple, it's a beer that I can have, you know, plenty of, and, you know, not feel horrible during or after. Um, so, yeah, I, I think both have big pros to them, and uh, it's just going to come down to what our consumers think, and I'm excited about that as well. The other thing I just thought of is, you know, number one on our board is Voss. I just talked about it. I encourage people to do this side-by-side and vote and then also get a taster of Voss, and you will see that these three beers are wildly different. That's a really good call out. Yeah. We kind of did that yesterday. We did. And we had uh, we still have a little bit of rally cap. We tried yeah. all four, and all four of them were different. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was fun. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty okay. sweet that you can go to Sonder and go to Sonder right now and get a you know light lager flight. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and all four of them be very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you could you could go all the way down the list, right? I mean we've got we've got Nocturnal that's available. That is, um, albeit a, a dark beer in color, it's mm-hmm. a light crushable beer. Oh yeah, this is now just making me realize that this is by far the most lagers we've ever had on the board. Makes makes me very happy because we still have Oktoberfest. Yes, um, I think that's it, right? We just kicked uh, draft of Oktoberfest, but we're still doing can pours. But yeah, yeah. yeah so did we really? Here. We kicked draft. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yesterday, Oof. I mean, this is uh, it's actually we're, the longest we've ever made it with draft. Well, and we're four for four, man. On I, I'm sorry, I'm going to knock on wood, but we're four for four on making sure that the timing of that beer is perfect. Yeah. We're learning things. We've got numbers now. We've evolved (laughs) to use Chase's words. (laughs) Um, What about you, Chase? Is there anything you want people to know before we, before we tie a bow on this? Um, No, I'm just excited. I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's kind of a a, a true statement, no matter what view you, you kind of look at this, but um, the decision does kind of, it changes our, our brewery look too, which I'm kind of excited for. Like, uh, not not to get super into the into the weeds with the process side of it, but um, uh, but uh, wh- whichever beer is 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 chosen, it it does change the just the layout and our equipment uh, of the of the brewery itself, which is kind of cool to to think about. I guess I love that. I love that that here we are. I don't know if it's faster or not as fast as we were hoping or thought it would be. But I love that here we are about to celebrate our four-year anniversary, and we're about to introduce a year-round lager. That's something you and I talked about years ago yeah. that we were hoping to get to, but, but didn't know if we could. And, and for those that maybe this is the first time you've ever listened, or for those that maybe don't understand the process as much because you just haven't been exposed to it or, or, or don't know about it, 
The difference really is it takes twice the amount of time to make a lager that it does an ale. Yeah. Um, just to, to, to bring it to its ruder, most rudimentary form, yeah. right? Um, to get down to it is... To be done properly, yeah. That, well done. <laughs> well said. Well the, said. The way we would do it, yes. Yeah. Not yeah. how everyone does it. Um, it that's right. That's, that's well said. Um, but to your point, Chase, if this beer, whichever one wins, if this beer becomes 15 to 20% of our sales by chance... Uh, you're talking about upgrading equipment massively. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're upgrading the filtration, upgrade mm-hmm. because because oh by the way, the other thing to 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 really hone in on, uh, Mister or Mrs. Consumer out there that may or may not vote on this. If you're looking at these beers side by side, they are beautiful. The head retention is nice. The clarity is nice. It takes a lot to go into that. You you might go to a place that that has a a light lager or a pilsner that doesn't look like this. It's it's very possible and and this is the way they're supposed to look i think that you know we for a long time have talked about how um we we love you know one of my big marketing pitches when i talk about sonder to people is that uh if you like craft beer you're going to be able to go to our tap room and find something that you like to drink um but often feedback that we get is you know a lot of folks are looking for a light lager and Voss is incredible, and we always direct people to that, and it's really fun to see us direct someone to Voss at the bar, and then they have a couple and then take six packs home with them. Um, but, you know, a lot of our craft consumers that enjoy lagers have always said, you know, I wish there was a lager on year-round. Uh, and we heard you. Uh, it's something that we've wanted internally for a long time as well. Um, we just felt like it was about time, and uh, I think the overall – we didn't just – make something and decide to put it out. You know, we're really excited to make this a competition and get feedback and really, really make something that is special to our consumers and have them be involved in it. So it's just a layered process. I think is really, really cool. Yeah. I think there's, you know, too much of forcing brands on, on the customers that, you know, try to try to fit a, a, like Justin says, try to fit a a square peg in a round hole. Um, You know, but this is where, your input is going to be definitely utilized for what we're going to be producing year round for this beer. Yeah. We are allegedly rational adults. Oh, allegedly. Yeah. I think that, I think that's still my favorite thing I've ever been called. (laughs) I've been called. Should we just name this beer? Allegedly rational, (laughs) allegedly rational adults. (laughs) Just rational. Maybe a little bit too wordy for us. Irrational. Maybe. I don't know. Irrational maybe works. I don't know. Who knows? Make a, Make a, a name suggestion for that, please. Um, all right, I have two more exercises before we get out of here today. We're going to bring back some oldies but goodies for the for the uh, consumers here listening. Some some bits or ploys that we do on the tap room here a lot. I, I love a good bit, um, but it's also it's a good time to check in, right? Um, because we've we've brought Saunders stories back. We're going to have a lot of people excited, mm-hmm. and I want to have some fun here to wrap out wrap up the last thirty minutes or so here. Uh, however long it actually is. Um, let's give an update here. Give me, let's, we're going to go five. Give me your five, top five Sonder beers. This is our quarterly update on the top five. <laughs> I think Chad. I do have a big update on mine. Ooh, yeah, I really? mean, I do as well. Yeah. I was just about to say, I thought yours was locked in. Nope. I have mine, a, mine's still locking. I have key. a new number one. Ooh. I already know what your number one is. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's close to mine as well. Let's hear it. It's a nocturnal. Yeah. Yeah. You do love nocturnal. It is. Oh yeah, I still love Toby. Toby's too, mm-hmm. uh, but Nocturnal is definitely taking over the top spot. Nocturnal is the one that 
uh, is like knocking on the door of my top five, but it's not in there. Yeah. And, and it pains me to not have it in there, but it just doesn't fit. So, all right. So you're going to go. And, and by the way, if you guys don't want to give an order, don't give an order. But Chad yeah, already I, did his. Yeah. I, mine's like in the moment. It's, yeah, for sure. It's I can one. give you a five. I can't give you a ranking. Yeah. So, I can't give you the, yeah, the bottom three or whatever, but like Nocturnal is like a clear number one for me now. Okay. Uh, and then Voss will always be in my top five. Uh, auto okay is uh like my winter go to yep um so so uh, for, for <laughs> yeah for those listening this is not desert island uh, like it's not right. like pick the five beers you can only drink forever because yeah. because that changes things cuz then you got to have a sour and a whatever and a yeah. whatever no this is just your five favorite yeah mine are, my i some might say the list is basic but like it's okay my, my my other one is our Heffy. Okay. I love that. Heffy's in mine. Um, so I appreciate, you can, you can kind of go through my beers and be like, German rooted, German rooted. Yeah, German for sure. Rooted. For sure. So I'm really happy I work at Sonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right. Uh, well, Danny's looking his up. Chat, uh, Chase, do you got yours? No, I have mine. Sorry. But oh, Chase okay. Oh, uh, still, mine hasn't changed too much, I don't think. I, mean, I guess I don't remember the last time I've given my, my five to be honest with you, but um number one is is still the 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 virgin uh fooder uh aged. undignified. Yeah, undignified. That the, will never make again. The Bohemian. Dude, uh, I, I so wish I had a better appreciation for beer when that beer was yeah, out. For sure. Because I didn't appreciate it at uh, the time. And you know, part of that too is like we found a six so that was buried like eight months after we were out of it and brought it back on and Luke and I completely, don't, you know, I, I don't I even think we put it back on the board because we're just like, we'll just consume this ourselves. <laughs> um, so that's I love one. that journey for both of you. Yeah. I do too. Um, I would say Rally Cap. Okay. Um, Oktoberfest, Nocturnal. And I'm going to do a little, you can cut this if you want, Danny, but I'm going to drop a little bit of a, of a hint, not a hint, but I'm just going to give it away, but oh, uh, barley wine. Mm. that okay. I've consumed out of the barrel. That's, that's being released Ooh. soon. Okay. That's staying in there. Yeah. Well, and we'll get to that. So that's the other bit that we got coming up. This is up why you here. listen to Sonder Stories. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I love how much you love that beer because it's getting me. Anytime you love a beer so much before we release it, it jacks me up to try it. This yeah. beer is, is sick. Luke did a great job on it. It's, it's everything I want in a barrel-aged barley wine. St- stick around for November 5th. Yeah, I take note of that as well. Whenever the brewers like something, like, yeah. ooh, okay, yes. Ooh, yeah. 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 Uh, all right, Danny. Uh, mine is, uh, in no particular order, uh, Oktoberfest. Uh, I, okay, there is one change. I have recently, I don't know if this was, I don't know if this change has happened since we've done this, but I have changed from a rally cap to a Voss guy. Okay. Um, the way Voss has just evolved over the years, it's, it's how my palate has evolved as well. Um, I love it. I'll always love it. I don't care what Tess Lager wins. I will always love Voss. Um, so Oktoberfest, Voss. Um, I have a sweet spot in my heart for Midwest Haze. I hope it comes back one day. I'm going to be banging that drum for a long time. <laughs> uh, it's just so good. It's the most unique hoppy beer I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, Hefeweizen. Uh, you guys know how much I love a wheat beer. Uh, I think ours is delicious. I had one for the first time in a minute uh, when Chad and I were doing beers yesterday. I just forgot how good it was. I've been drinking Oktoberfest in Voss so much recently, and especially with these Sess Lagers too. Uh, but I was happily reminded of how good that beer is. 
uh, and then Divot. I love Divot. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Okay. Divot is like. I was wondering where you're, because because that was pretty pretty. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I think last time we did this, you had Rally Cap. So Voss coming in is yeah. is different. But but Divot's a new. I a love new Divot. Ad. Divot okay. is so much fun. Um, I think it comes out at a great time when you're like getting excited for the warm weather to come out. Uh, I love the Masters. My friends and I, it's like a big event for us. Uh, I frankly just love Arnold Palmer's too. Um, so having like a craft alcoholic version of that is really, really fun. So I feel pretty lock and key with my top five. feel pretty good about that. Well, what, one of these test loggers is is pretty much right up there for me, but I'm not going to. I'm, I'm with you on that as well. Yeah. I, it, you know, if we were doing 10, one of these would be in there. Yeah. So um, for me, uh, it I, it would be off brand for me just to give you five. <laughs> so I'm going to give you my five, but I've got an honorable mention and, and it's because it's recent and new um, and damn good. So in no order, uh, Voss will always be in my top five. It's the beer I've drank the most of in my entire life. It is, uh, you know, it's a fun game that I always like to play is who's drank the most of all of our beers. And you are definitely the person that's drank the most Voss. 100%. It's yeah. not close. Chad, actually, Chad might be close. Chad drinks a lot of. My balls. dad might be close. <laughs> I, I love. I can't tell you how much I love that. Um, uh, so Voss is there. Nocturnals made my top five. That's new. That's new for me. Um, I still have Midwest Haze in there. Yep. Um, I love that you also said that, Danny. It it unfortunately seems like you and I are the only two that bang that drum. But it it's was a fall out of my top five. Yeah, it's such a uniquely crafted beer, um, drink buzzword drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It'll come back in some capacity at some point. And yeah. then it'll be back in my top five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the right? recency bias will come. Will For kick sure. in, yeah. yeah. Um, Bella is in mine. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. my favorite sour beer we do. Um, it's actually my favorite sour beer we do as well. Yeah. Uh, just, in, that's not really too. my style, but. We haven't been able to do it again this year because of getting, uh, sourcing the, the, the product has been harder. It will come back. But yeah, we couldn't get the raspberry this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that four, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, and then my fifth would be. Um, I understand this is relatively nostalgic for me, um, but it has to be in there. Uh, the first year we did Family Tradition, the Willet Barrel, that beer still, I have six bottles of it left. Nice. Um, and, and I will occasionally, good good uh, good night, I'll, I'll crack one out, and it is aging like a fine wine, man. Yep. It is so good still. Um, I love it so much. And then my honorable mention, really this is just uh, to let people know this beer is still available, and it's a, it's criminal. the The barrel aged auto that we just released in cans, oh, yeah. is freaking fantastic. We man. actually only have cans of it. We are out Perfect. of drafts in the tap room. Uh, maybe stick around on November fifth. I don't know. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Good call. Um, that beer seriously drinks like chocolate milk. Like it, there, there's it's no delicious. Just not drink like thirteen percent. It is incredibly smooth. Um, just in just a great beer. It's so good. It's just a great. It's it's everything you're looking for in the barrel aged version of your favorite stout. Right, it, it brings in that barrel and bourbon nuance that you're looking for from a barrel aged stout. But it doesn't feel like you're drinking a shot of bourbon, and you still know it's auto. Like, right, like you still you you could blind give that to someone who's had an auto before, and they would know that it's you know the barrel aged version of it. It doesn't you know the barrel doesn't take all of the you know shine. It really just is a part of a really well crafted beer. Absolutely. Um, do any of you, since I did it, I, I just want to give you guys the option. Do any of you want to give an honorable mention? Mine probably is nocturnal. Okay. Yeah. 
My sneaky one is Sunday Fun Day, too. Sunday Fun Day is great. I really yeah. love that beer. I really, really like it, especially on hot days. I've been taking that disc golfing a lot, and it's awesome. Oh, I, I bet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Grand Reserve Blend 2 for my own. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. okay. Those ones, it's like... I'm excited I, for uh, the next one, whenever that may be. Okay. I'm a creature. Yeah. I'm a creature of the moment with those. Like, I think the latest one is always the best. They're sure. All so yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I guess mine would be probably the Bach. Mm, yeah, dude. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bach's previously been in your top five, right? Yeah, yeah. It depends when we do it because one year we did when one year we did our top five at the same time that Bach is available, and I put it in mine. Too. Yeah, in I January it'll be in both of your top five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, although Steam was a good beer too. Steam was yeah. awesome. Basically, we're just gonna find a way to talk about all of the beers yeah. we've released. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is why we need your help. Yeah, we're that's right. <laughs> that's right. Consumers. You're talking to consumers, not yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> right. We all need certainly, help. <laughs> certainly don't need my help. Right. Everyone saying, saying help. we need help is like a, you know. An obvious goes, statement. Yeah. Very obvious <laughs> statement. Also, water is wet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Last thing I want to talk about because it's coming up fast. and Really it's, fast. It's always uh, like my my – First or second favorite day of the year. It's up there with Oktoberfest, but I'm talking about our anniversary party, Mm -hmm. right? And this year, it's just as exciting as years past, maybe more exciting. We're we're doing a beer an hour again, a new beer an hour. Yep, from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. That's right. Uh, And at 9 a.m., we're going to have three beers that are tapped at 9 Mm a.m. that are are new to the board. Yeah, weren't previously available. I'm, I'm actually, all three are very different, too, and all are very delicious. You've had them? Uh, well, I've had no. I guess I've only had. I'm. I guess I'm being presumptuous. Okay. Um, I've had. I've had two of them. Oh, I, no, I well. have. I have full faith in our production team. I've had one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one is like one of my favorite styles on planet Earth. So I'm very excited about. Yes. That. Uh, and we'll be announcing. So marketing guy here. When will we be announcing that tap list? So we're doing the tap list in three separate posts. So I mean, we're only two and a half weeks until the anniversary. So. Um, all this information will get to you pretty quickly, um, but we're going to do the draft list and three posts. Uh, we're going to do one about um, the beer package beer we'll be releasing, and then we're also going to have food trucks throughout the day, so that information will be coming as well. I love it. And we're going to have new and exciting merch that we've never released before. Yeah, I'm excited about that as well. So it's going to be a big day. What I want to do is each of us uh, name the beer you're most excited about coming to the board that day. For the anniversary? For the anniversary party, yeah. I think I know what your answer is going to be, Chase. Chad, do you already have an answer? I do, but it's a sales guy answer. That's all right. Go for it. Uh, So we are doing our next collaboration with Dorothy Lane Market. Yep. Uh, So this will be the third time, but we're bringing back one that we've done previously, the 1948 Fruit Stand, which was just an absolutely wonderful beer. Um, So that'll be – that one will be the only one that's actually hitting market before – yeah. Right. Right. Uh, it will be available. It will be available at exclusively at yep. Dorothy Lane Market uh, the week before. Um, but it's just great people over there, and uh, we're excited that we'll be able to call them neighbors in the next. I don't want to put a timeline on it, but yeah, don't do that. Yeah, but they've it, started. They've started clearing the ground. Though. They have started clearing the nice. ground. Um, but just really exciting collaboration with them. Uh, they're great, great supporters of ours. Um, so I'm excited to bring that back. And it's a fun beer. We've done it before. Yes. It's sold out incredibly fast. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is the first time. Do we have it in cans at the tap room before, or was it just Dorothy Lane? We did do cans last year. Limited, though. I think it yeah. went fast. We yeah. did, because um, it, it was smaller than the typical allotment that we give to the tap room, yeah. just because we wanted to make sure our friends at Dorothy Lane got plenty themselves. But And for those that don't know, that maybe maybe weren't around for the first time, it is a light beer that is just a fruit basket, man. Just, if you, if you like fruit beers, fruit. if you like fruit beers, Coconut. it's like the creme de la creme of fruit beers. Have you guys so tried it yet? This year's no. Okay. It was inspired. I think it's fair to say this. Uh, it was inspired by what people might know as uh, an ambrosia salad. <laughs> um, I didn't know what that was. Luke had to inform me. But <laughs> me like what? Clementines and coconut and yeah. pineapple and all yeah. the things. Right? We let this rest, um, I think, for 24 hours longer, this uh, this batch and the coconut. So oh, it nice. comes to a little bit more, which I, I really dig. I, awesome. I do love coconut. So yeah. for me, say less. I feel like... All of the uh, adjuncts that are typically very hard to use in beer, our team does so well. Like, peanut butter is always the one I think about. Like, I get so nervous when I hear about a peanut butter beer, but then ours always rock. Uh, coconut's one of them, where I feel like you guys are so good with coconut down there. Yeah. But coconut is so often poorly done in beer. It's I love it when you guys do it. Yeah, it's because a lot of, I mean... Not to be disrespectful, but all the breweries are just using like the extract, and yep. it comes off as sun, sunscreen. Sunscreen. Yeah. yeah, we're toasting our own coconuts in house, in house, and then aging it in the beer itself. Which Does Luke wear goggles for those now? <laughs> he just <laughs> lets those tears roll. <laughs> it's his like annual cry every time he yeah. has to do a coconut beer. He <laughs> only cries once a year. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to get it out of your system. <laughs> I I could really use a good cry. Anybody got any onions? Nope. Got coconut though. <laughs> coconut. Tears is coming back soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I will spill the beans on a beer I was referring to a couple minutes ago. Um, I always have loved pale ales, uh, and we're doing a New Zealand pale ale that I'm very, very excited about. Um, That's what I thought Chase's was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I love I know Chase's. Is. I love that tropical fruit <laughs> from it. New Zealand hops. I just love pale ales too. Uh, it's like the perfect blend for me of you know hoppy but also drinkable and i'm very stoked for that i have full faith that that's gonna be a delicious beer i have not had it yet we also have never done a beer with ruwaka hops and and yeah, i don't think have we no we've tried to they're a hard hop to get um but i i brewed them a long long time ago when this is before ruwaka well new zealand in general quit selling hops to the united states but ruwaka was a hop that lingered that you still couldn't get in the united states for a few years so um they're my favorite hop. Rewaka is. Yeah. That's okay. a, and seeing how excited Luke was to use those hops also got me excited about yeah. it. It goes back to that point of like, I, I take note when the brewers are excited about something and that caught yeah. my eye. It's also a fun name. Yeah. Rewaka. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. The beer, the, oh, beer, the beer itself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it is. Um, all right. Uh, what's yours, Chase? I'm probably going to surprise a lot of people with this one, but I, I have been itching uh, since our inception, to to brew any kind of smoked beer, mm. so um, I'm actually super excited for our our smoked margarita goza. The smoked margarita goza is the one that you're that one breaks about. my brain. I don't, I don't know what it's going to taste like. I'm I I have a vision of it in my head. <laughs> I hope hope it hits that mark. <laughs> um, Knowing you, I'm sure it will. Hopefully, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be a, a light on the smokes and not overdone, and the margarita flavor is going to come through and play nicely with the uh, um, the salt of the uh, the goza base itself. I, Speaking uh, of breaking our brains, 
How in the world is that his answer and not the beer that we're tapping at 7 p.m.? Mm. Yeah, that's. I thought for sure that. Was <laughs> now, now we can't say that one. No, that's no, no, no. no. That's, I, and and by the way, we're literally waiting until 7 p.m. It's the last beer we're tapping on anniversary. Yeah. It's because this has been Chase's like fun. I know brainchild <laughs> since since literally yeah. before we met. Yeah, um, <laughs> I am very excited for that beer as well, but I'm really excited for because this. It goes as in package as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to kind of take that home and, and, and consume it kind of throughout the, the winter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, as a, as a smoked. Yeah. I also think it'll be really fun to make some cocktails with that. It's true. Yeah, you could. Uh, mine is coming off the heels of two metals. Uh, we are doing a Cato mm-hmm. variant and not a barrel-aged Cato variant. Uh, I liked when we did the, the barrel-aged uh, Cato latte before, I liked that beer a lot. This beer, not a barrel-aged beer, draft only. I'm really excited about uh, doing, it's a, a hazelnut. Uh, Luke said he's going to figure out if we want to add a little vanilla to it to round it out. But even if we don't, I think just having a, a variant of one of our hottest beers right now, back-to-back medals, one silver at GABF and bronze for the Ohio Brewers competition. I think uh, having... On the heels of that, having a variant of that as well, draft only. We'll have some crowlers available to purchase. I, I'm excited about that. It will probably be – it's tapped at 9 a.m., so it will probably be the first beer I have for the day. Pretty excited about that. And then – That's we, a hot start. It is a hot start. And then yeah. we will have, as, as Danny mentioned, we will have multiple, multiple beers available in package, a lot of limited release bottles that are coming. So, I mean – if you in any way can get to the tap room on on November fifth, I would highly recommend it as as always. But it's it's just a fun day. It's one of the only days of the year. Oktoberfest is different because most of us are working and volunteering until pretty late. I, this I year, was, I literally had that exact statement on my mind where um, they're they're both really great days, but Oktoberfest is like very fulfilling. Where like. I feel very proud after Oktoberfest. And I, I mean, I still feel very proud after the anniversary too, but I'm able to like enjoy the anniversary quite a bit more. Like that's more of a fun day for me. So both have a special place in my heart, but I end up having more fun at the anniversary. Have I told you that John and Mariette are coming? No. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Okay. My mom I, hasn't been here for like an actual like event. Awesome. So that'll be really fun. Yeah. That's, I cannot wait. Yeah, it'll be cool. I already have somebody scheduled to, uh, to put the beer, package beer back away on Sunday. And it's not me this year. So, uh, I'm excited for that. That's awesome. I'm going to miss all of this. Yeah, I'm, like, oh, yeah. you are. I'm having major FOMO already of yeah. all the one, like the the single kegs that you're not going to try. You know? it, well, oh, yeah, you're going to miss all of them. Yeah, because, you know, a little behind the scenes, like we don't get to try these beers either until they're Ahead of time, yeah. Like, so there's no like, hey, Chase, can I can I try this? No can't so like and they're most of them will be one and done they may never come back again that's true no soup for you yeah that's, <laughs> it's like i'm really really struggling with this yeah but but you'll have fun you'll have fun with your wife for your anniversary yeah it'll be good uh danny you want to hit the last segment yeah. what are you listening to what are you listening to Is it a cover band in some college town bar where it's not a non-negative? Is it something to get you through? 
So if you're new to the podcast, if this is your first time listening, quick quick refresh. We love music as much as we love beer. This is just an opportunity for our team to get together and, and bond over music that we have on repeat right now. I will go last. Uh, Chad, why don't you go first? All right. Uh, I appreciate you going last because I was afraid that you were going to take this from me. Because uh, I remember sending you a text a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and I said, have you heard of Larry Fleet? And uh, he just was something that popped up in my, like, Am- I have Amazon Music. You guys can boo me if you want. Um, but it was, the, like, the suggested playlist. Mm-hmm. And he popped up. Um, but he's got a song called Where I Find God. And it's just about him just connecting. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, just It's not necessarily, it's not a religious song, but it's just having moments. Right where you find peace, uh, it's really good. It's it's uh, I would say like a mix between sort of classic throwback country like Chris Stapleton, and also like blues. Mm-hmm. Um, his style is it's yeah. it's really good. His, his style is awesome. Uh, one of my favorite artists, Queen ninety two, came out with a really good song. Uh, paired with uh, I don't know how to pronounce. I had never heard of the artist or the band. It's N O T D. I don't know if it's you just pronounce the letters or what. Um, but it's less I know. It's a great song. Uh, I've been really liking uh, Kunbin. I don't think I've given you guys music for a while, so I'm going to give two. Okay, yeah, go but for it's it. the same artist. It'll be easy for you. But it's Kunbin, uh, Texas Sun, was, which I think is like their most popular song right now. I, I know that one. Um, but I also really like uh, Time mm. by them. Nice. Texas Sun's really good. Yep. I like that song. Texas uh, Sun is hot. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That song is? No, I just... I, that oh, was The a, Sun in Texas. That was a bad joke, yeah. <laughs> can't land them all, Danny. No, I can't. <laughs> uh, all right, so little shout-out to uh, the Webs and Leathers, um, our friends, Lindsay and John and Sarah and Mike. They're probably listening to this, this podcast, I'm sure. I'd be disappointed if they weren't. Yeah, for sure. Um, let PMP know if you listened, for sure. But I'll see them in like three weeks. Exactly, at anniversary, yeah. yep. So we hung out earlier this summer. They came down, and we did a rafting trip uh, on a, a rafting trip. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on the Little Miami, right? So it's not like we went anywhere. Um, you went on a rafting trip. We went on a rafting trip. trip we did. Yeah. We did. <laughs> trip, yes. And uh, while on this journey, we just started listening to a bunch of music, right? Had a lot of fun. And uh, when John controls the music, it's usually wildly different than what I enjoy. Mm. Well, he played um, Glass Animals, which I know are popular. Everyone knows Glass Animals. I did not. And I couldn't I couldn't remember the name, so I kept calling them, like, the Electric Turtles or something. I couldn't remember <laughs> what it was. Well, isn't that close to a band name, too? It might There's be. There's Trampled by Turtles. I don't, I don't know. if that's, that's, That doesn't sound familiar. I don't know. So, so to this day, I still kind of refer to them as the Electric Turtles. I also still forget that it's called Glass Animals. Like, I have to look at it right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of their songs, Tangerine. Again, I would assume that most people know, and I'm just, I'm just not hip to it, um, But uh, because they, they knew it well. Is um, it a Led Zeppelin cover? or No. No, oh, okay. okay. No. So it's a new, okay. It's a, it's a different song. Um, it's not, no, it's not Led Zeppelin, Tangerine. Okay. It's, it's different. I was going to ask you if time was a cover of Hootie Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real bad beer name. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? Not Blowfish, but those are jellyfish. Oh, there are jellyfish on the screen, yes. Uh, guys, I need a little bit of beer here if we're going to cheers out of here. Uno or dos? Um, I'm good either way. I honestly can't. I honestly. That came out loud. Sorry. 
here's the deal. I literally can't give you an answer. That's like a real thing. I literally thought I had an answer coming into today. And then, yeah. This is fun. It's good to be back on the mics. This is great, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, Cheers. guys. Cheers.